guys came back. Good to see you. Have a seat. Drink some water. Grab a scone. How you doing? My name's Rob, and this is me reading stuff. Don't know why I just brought up a scone. Just seemed right. I used to eat these uh, maple... I think they're called maple scones that they had at Starbucks when I worked at Starbucks. I don't know how long I worked at Starbucks, but it was a little while in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and then Houston. Oh, I told you guys that story about how I quit my job, how I pretended to have a job in Hollywood being killed off in a horror movie. And then I didn't... Anyway... Listen to the early episodes. One of those has that story in it. Um, That's the gist of the story. I couldn't handle working at Starbucks anymore. So instead of quitting like a normal person, I sent a courier service to say, you know what? Robin's been whisked away to uh, Hollywood. I don't have any idea why I did that. Those are the kind of things that I used to lie about all the time. I would just lie. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I'm a liar. <laughs> I'm not anymore. I've done a lot of hard work to stop from lying. It was always um, lies to get out of uncomfortable situations, but still, those are lies. Recently, someone came over, and they were going up the elevator with me. This was a studio visit, and they walked in, and when you walk in, you see my kitchen and my studio. It's all one big space. And they go, oh, God, this is incredible. Uh, Do you live here, too? This seems like it might be an apartment. And I said, no, I don't live here. Uh, Even though, as you guys all know, I do. And then I just stopped myself. I go, you know what? I just totally lied to you. Yeah, my bedroom's right in the back. I live here. I have no idea why I said that. (laughs) So now when I do that, at least I stop myself. Um, you guys, I just woke up from a nap and I had this dream. I took notes on it because it was so fantastic. I was, uh, where is my notes? Let me look for my notes. Okay. So first of all, I was on a rooftop. All of my dreams lately, I'm on rooftops and, but this rooftop was so large. I would say it was like the size of two football fields and there was a putting green on it and I was putting And all of a sudden, Ice Cube looked over at me. He was on there. He was up there putting with me. And he's like, this is a great view for two people putting, isn't it? (laughs) I just, to me, in my dream, it was totally normal to be talking like that to Ice Cube. I was like, I know it. Pretty great. Then the next thing I knew, I um, I was being introduced to people and being helped. Like, everybody was helping me with... I don't know, situations I was talking about. Like, basically, I was in therapy, and everyone on this rooftop was helping me, except the common thread was that the entire time, I was being carried around in the arms of Michael Jordan. And he's just taking me to person to person, and then he would, like, chime in, whatever they told me I needed to do. He's like, you know that's true, girl. (laughs) And the whole time, now... Being with Ice Cube, hanging with him was totally normal. But then when I re- every time I look down at Michael Jordan carrying me, I'm like, this is not normal. This is so unbelievable that Michael Jordan is taking me to my therapy on the rooftop, on a grassy rooftop. That was the thing, too. The rooftop wasn't flat. It was massive, like big hills. Even though there was a putting green, the majority of it was almost set up like a, it was a golf course on a rooftop. Hey, you guys, it's not May anymore. That means it's not monastic May. That means I'm upset. 
So it is summer of solitude, but you know, I can't hide away from everything forever. So you may see me popping up on Instagram or Twitter or all that bullshit. My handle is R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I know I've asked this before, but what do you guys think of my name being spelled with a Y instead of an I? I can't decide if it annoys me or not. My girl Daria, D-A-R-Y-A. Hi, Daria. I love you. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Daria told me that she thinks it just means we're fabulous. We both have Ys in our names. So maybe that's true. And I like to believe, I mean, Daria is right about most things. So I'm going to go with that. Ouch. I've got this, you guys, I have the worst skin. There's never a day where there's, some, there's not something bizarre on my body that just popped up and started itching me or looking terrible. I've always had bad skin. I've got right now, it's something on my shoulder. It's very tiny, but why is it there? And it's itching me, and it looks terrible. It's bright red, and it is not a zit. But I did have tons of acne. Uh, it didn't start in high school, actually. It started in college, and I just had really bad skin. Uh, and I mean bad, you know, the kind of acne that's acne on top of acne, mainly on my cheeks. And, um, I remember my brother one time saying, calling me pizza face with extra pepperoni. (laughs) I mean, it is legitimately pretty funny, but it also was horrible. And there were times when people around me would get drunk. They would say things like, so what's going on? And every time my eyes would just be wide. I mean, I was trying to hide away. I was, I was basically didn't even want to go out in the daytime. It was so bad. And now I have all the scars to prove it. I always say Brad Pitt has acne scars. So maybe it's not so bad that I have so many. You guys, I, why, you know what? Time to move on. Let's read you something. I guess I've told you guys that I have a crush on Oliver Sacks, and when he passed away this year, I was devastated. I love him. I love his writing. I love his physical appearance. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to read from that book I've read from, How Artists Work, Daily Rituals. This um, is a book compiled. Mason Curry edited it, put it all together of many different creative people. And uh, it's just each each section is um, about how they how they were productive, what their daily life was like for whatever they did. We've got musicians, we've got artists, we have writers. So let me read from the Oliver Sacks one. He was born in 33 and he just died. Sacks is a London-born, New York-based physician, professor of neurology and psychiatry, and best-selling writer whose books include Awakenings, The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat, Musicophilia, and Hallucinations. Here's in his own words. I get up around 5 a.m. or so, not out of virtue, but because this is the way my sleep-wake cycle goes. Twice a week, I visit my analyst at 6 a.m., as I have been doing for 40 years. Then I go for a swim. Swimming gets me going as nothing else can, and I need to do it at the start of the day. Otherwise, I will be deflected by my busyness or laziness. I come back hungry from my swim and have a large bowl of oatmeal and the first of many cups of tea, hot chocolate, or coffee, which get me through the day. I use an electric kettle in case I get preoccupied with writing and forget to turn it off. Getting to the office, a two-minute commute because my office and my apartment are in adjacent buildings. I look through the mail, hugely abundant now, especially with email. P.S. This is Robin talking, interjecting. I once wrote Oliver Sacks a letter, and I never got a response. So mine did not make the cut. Anyway, especially with email, and answer what seems to need an answer. See, I, didn't, I apparently didn't seem to need an answer. 
I then have patience to see sometimes and writing to do at all times. I may sketch out thoughts on my typewriter, but I generally prefer pen and paper, a Waterman fountain pen, and long yellow paper. I often write at a standing desk, sometimes perched on a stool to spare my bad back from too much sitting. I take a brief lunch break, walk around the block, practice piano for a few minutes, and then have my favorite noon meal of herrings and black bread. The afternoon is spent writing if I am up to it. I sometimes fall asleep or into a deep reverie lying on my couch, and this may put my brain in an idling or default mode. I let it play with images and thoughts on its own. I come to from these altered states if I am lucky with energy renewed and confused thoughts clarified. I do the same, by the way. I have an early dinner, usually tabbouleh and sardines. Tabbouleh is my favorite food, everyone. Oh, my God. Oliver Sacks and I were meant to get married, obviously. Anyway, or if I have company, sushi. And play music, usually Bach, on the piano or a CD. Then I settle down to pleasure reading, biographies, histories, letters, occasionally novels. I hate television and rarely watch it. Well, that's why Oliver and I never got together, by the way. Um, 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 where am I? I go to bed early. Another reason he and I are not in the same, uh, bed (laughs) and usually have vivid dreams, which may haunt me until I reconstruct and if possible, deconstruct them. I keep a notebook by my bed for memories of dreams or nights, night thoughts. Many unexpected thoughts seem to come in the middle of the night on the rare occasions when I get into a really creative mode. My daily structure is completely ignored and I write nonstop sometimes for 36 hours at a time until the burst of inspiration has completed itself. And all of you must do the same. When you feel that surge hit you, you can't ignore it. Do whatever it takes. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. I love you guys. I'm sorry I went on so long and never have I interrupted the piece I'm reading more than I did just then. I had a lot to say about Oliver Sacks. I could talk about him for 10 more hours if you'll have me over for a French fries. You guys have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye, everybody.